episode of Spawn is brought to you by Flapjacked, a tasty, high-protein pancake mix you can feel good about. No added sugar, no GMOs, no wheat, and no artificial ingredients. And kids love it. Save $10 off your purchase at flapjacked.com with code COOLMOM. Hello and welcome to Spawn, the common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Liz Gumbiner. And I'm Kristen Chase, and we're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. On today's episode of Spawn, we are going to talk about Halloween. <laughs> yes. Which may be your favorite holiday or your least favorite holiday. We don't know. And then we'll end our show as always with our cool picks of the week. So, Liz. Yeah. So you have this idea, which I like. <laughs> like, let's talk about Halloween FAQs. We have not discussed this in advance, listeners. We thought we'd just bring some questions on each other. All the Halloween questions you've all been dying to ask. I know. Well, you know what? When you said this could be your favorite holiday or your least favorite holiday, I was like, we might make this your least favorite holiday after the show. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. My daughter says it's her favorite holiday. I mean, she is a little preamble. They have this like kind of pop-up Halloween store. They, they open up like all around the city. I don't know if they have those in other cities. I assume they do, where they're just open for a month or two and it's like these Halloween superstores. And there's one called Spirit that opened in our neighborhood. My daughter, every single day after school, calls me and goes, Mom, I'm going to stop at Spirit and then I'll be home. <laughs> it's like her, the way we go to like Sephora. <laughs> she goes to Spirit. So I love like that. Crazy love Halloween stuff for all year long, by the way. So this is definitely her favorite. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, four kids, four costumes. My oldest is in middle school. I don't know. I think I'm at the point where I'm kind of done. I'm trying to rally, Liz. Maybe this will do it. This show is going to do it. It's going to help me rally. So then let's jump right in. Like coming all off right, of let's do that. It point that you just made. So what do you think is the maximum a parent should be spending on <laughs> Halloween costumes for kids? Ooh, wow. That is a great question. Is there a maximum? Okay, well, here's an interesting point, Liz. You just did a post on Cool Mom Picks about Halloween costumes. Now, this was specific to babies, yeah. but they were all items you can wear again. Yes, I had fun doing that. Oh, my God. We came up it with was six awesome. cute ideas for babies, and we just went around and like looked on Amazon and looked on Etsy and found things that babies could wear again and said, this could be a costume. I and think you put it's them great. All I mean, honestly, we should do that for kids of all ages because, you know, it pains me to spend, <laughs> I'll be honest, really any money. <laughs> I'm so cheap. <laughs> on a costume, you know what it is? My girls will wear them again. I put them in their dress-up bin. Yeah. I'm okay, even if it's like $30 or $40, because I know, honestly, they're going to wear it. And I have three girls and one boy. So let's talk about the boy in a minute. But the three girls... They are okay sometimes with hand-me-downs. Yeah, yeah. So my youngest has worn costumes that my oldest have worn in past Halloween. So I'm okay with spending a little more knowing that they're going to wear them again. I think that's a really good point. So when you have four kids, you want to spend less. But on the other hand, you get to pass them down exactly like, to your youngest. It's like, sorry, Bridge. I know this has been worn for four years in a row by all your It's siblings. a witch. You can be a rock star witch this year. And next year, she'll be a cat witch. We can think of all the kinds of witches she can be every year. <laughs> She's like, wait a second. I don't know when she's going to catch on to that. But my son, he hates wearing costumes anyway. He gets super excited about Halloween. He does the Halloween parade at school. And I'm not even kidding you. By the second time around, he's got half his costume off. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? He's got the mask off. He's got gloves off. And then he never, ever wears it again. So he's one that I really try to convince to make something out of stuff he already has or clothing 
and shoes that I know he's going to wear again. Got now, it. What about you, though? What about you? What's your budget? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. So this year, Sage decided she absolutely wanted to be someone from Ghostbusters. And I was like, yeah, That's awesome. female Ghostbusters. Awesome. Empowering. She's like, I want to be Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> She fantastic. Lo- she thought he was so funny and she likes anything where she gets to wear fake thick black glasses. I love it. <laughs> so, I love that so, so much. So she's Kevin. So I didn't mind buying her the outfit because honestly she's been she's nine and a half and she wears it every time she comes home from school. Oh that's perfect. So like your kids they'll put on plays they'll make videos they'll wear them again so I don't mind. My oldest is kind of coming up with her own this year. It's like some character from that show called Undertale that she's obsessed <laughs> with. So I don't even know the character <laughs> but I get the sense she's going to make it out of stuff she has in her possession already, plus maybe some new face paint. I'm all for creativity. I think that's great. No $100 costumes here. I, I just no, can't no. Yeah, and no. I've seen, I mean, it's impressive in our neighborhood. Yes. There's this one area where people go, and we put a picture on Instagram last year where someone had dressed up their baby in a Princess Leia outfit, and they had done this like major Millennium Falcon around her <laughs> I thought stroller. you were going to say Millennial Halloween costume. <laughs> 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 millennial. Yes. Millennial Falcon. It's a Falcon that really doesn't want to work late. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Now we're going to get like letters from angry millennials. What are you talking about? Um, No, no, it was a Millennium Falcon and they transformed her stroller complete with like Christmas lights that lit up and it was amazing. And I was wondering how much time, how much money they spent on that. So anyway, I am totally, I love those. I love seeing those costumes. I am just not. the. Yeah, there's no papier mache happening (laughs) at my home. (laughs) I like the French pronunciation. Very fancy. Okay, my question. Let's just stay on the costume theme here. What do you think, Liz Gumbiner, is mm. the most popular kids' costume this year, according to the very um, esteemed Parade.com? Parade.com. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a good question. The most popular kids' costume. And keep in mind, let's go with a theme. So it doesn't need to be an actual character so much as it's like a theme of costume, if you will. Right. Okay, last year, I know there were like a lot of minions, a lot of... Willy Wonka stuff. Yes. I'm going to go with Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Very interesting. It's wrong. But very interesting. Of course it is. <laughs> it's on the list. It did make the top 10. Actually, the most popular kids' costume this year, apparently, according to parade.com, mm-hmm. is superheroes. Yeah. And actually, they had a photo of a girl in a Wonder Woman costume, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good. I could see that. Superheroes are kind of perennial favorites. So, what was number one on the list that was like kind of a new franchise? There's nothing new. I'm kind of giving my Ghostbusters answer a little no, boost. No, no, no. It was, it was in the top 10, but most of them, there was Princess was number two. Sure. Batman, I think, was in there. Still Frozen. Frozen's hanging on, like, for dear life. Really? <laughs> yes. Number seven, I believe, was Frozen. I wonder if that's, like, four-year-olds just discovering it or if it's, like, ten-year-olds that can't let it go. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Funny. Good joke. Wah, Good joke. Wah. And I won't even go on the adults because you probably can guess the top three right away without even thinking about it. Sexy whores of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> You're right with the sexy. Actually, sexy's later on. But come on, Hillary Clinton, yeah, Donald Trump. Course. When we go into spirit every day, yes. that's what I see people looking at. But in our neighborhood in Brooklyn, they're looking at Donald Trump and they're figuring out like how they can make it funny. Like, oh. I hear people actually asking, like, can I paint the face orange on the mask? Oh, that's <laughs> like, funny. So I don't think it's just Donald Trump as Donald Trump. I think it's going to be Donald Trump with Chris Christie, Donald Trump with Ivanka, <laughs> Donald Trump with his own self looking like it's a mirror. The possibilities are quite endless, really. 
Exactly. I know. Well, actually, this is a good lead into my question. Okay, I'm ready. Do you think it's okay for parents to let their young kids dress up like something really dark and creepy, whether that's Donald Trump (laughs) (laughs) or like a serial killer or, you know, something with an axe or a supervillain of some kind? Do you think that's okay? Because I know parents have a lot of debates about that. That's a great question. I mean, I'm okay if it's just a generalized kind of like zombie bride. My oldest, as you know, turns everything into zombie or bloody. So it's like, what what can I make bloody? (laughs) A bloody American girl doll. (laughs) I've seen a lot of like bloody prom queen, which is kind of freaky in a lot of ways. I mean, maybe it's Carrie. Listen, I'm okay with that. I think if it starts to promote like extreme violence, like I'm not a fan of guns, you know, I guess like a ninja, they would have their plastic swords. Right. But uh, yeah, serial killers, I'm not into that. Like let's let's make it fun and interesting. And if you want to make it a little gory, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's the perfect opportunity to do that because when else do you have the chance to do that? So you would say like cartoon gore, basically, as opposed to like, you know, Ted Bundy. Exactly. Because honestly, (laughs) all those people don't really look that gory. And then that's what makes them so scary. That's true. They look like regular people. (laughs) God, (laughs) Jesus. You know, from everything I've read from psychologists on the issue, they actually say it's very healthy for kids to be able to dress up as something scary, whether it's cartoony vampire, mummy, the bloody witch, the zombie. I'm going as you, mom. (laughs) Thanks a lot. But uh, it's healthy. It's healthy for them. It's like cathartic. It allows them to kind of like play out fears so that it becomes less scary to them. And it's actually good for kids to have this one time of year where they can kind of let that stuff out. Absolutely. Well, and I know that so many people ask about that and are curious. And especially with all the crap that's going on right now. I know our school sent a newsletter home that no one can dress up like a clown. Oh, Clowns are out. My daughter just asked me about this yesterday. She's yeah. like, Mom, did you hear clowns are killing people? Yes. And so I introduced her to Snopes.com. <laughs> For the first time, and she goes, oh, no, mom, no, no. I mean, everybody at school is saying, and I'm like, listen, let's talk about rumors. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) And let's talk about urban legends. Yes, there's like creepy, weird people dressing up like clowns and walking around to intimidate people, but no one has been killed by clowns. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. oh, no, oh, no, I heard. So we went to Snopes.com and I showed her the eight different articles dispelling the clowns are killing people. Oh, geez. Well, that's good. I mean, they're spotting them around Philadelphia, apparently. And so our school sent out a newsletter to the parents. And then you know what happens is that some parents talk to their kids about it. I was not one of them. Uh. But then those kids talk to my kids and then they both come home and they said the same thing. Mom, clowns are killing people. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, great. That's great. Remember when we were kids, we thought that Bubble Yum had like spider eggs in the gut. I never heard that. That's great. (laughs) It was such a pervasive Thanks rumor. for ruining bubble yum for me forever. Well, because when you squeezed it, there were like the little bits of sugar you could see. Anyway, it was such a widespread, pervasive rumor. That I remember they ran a full page ad in the New York Times saying, no, there are no spider eggs in bubble yum. So yeah, these things have been going around for years. And you know, we didn't have Snopes.com when I was a kid. So at least that's like a really fast way to be like, you are wrong. Mom is right. All right. Well, actually, this is a good segue because you just talked about candy and I want to talk about candy. And Ooh, I want to know. My favorite. Yeah. Yes. I want to know what is the one candy that you will either steal from your children or pay them for? Or do you even do that? Because oh, no, I no, totally no. pay my children. We don't pay. You don't pay? It's a, we call it the mommy tax, right? <laughs> oh, God. That's right. The mommy tax. I do not need to pay. I tell my kids, I gave birth to you, I own you, and I can take whatever candy I want. <laughs> I own you. So, give me your candy. And what I is it? I own you. What is it? I always say to them, I own you. What do you take? So 
Yeah, the Reese's, number one. Absolutely. Okay, now Reese's Pieces, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Nope, traditional Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. You know, the minis, the big size, if we have neighbors nice enough to give out those. But Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, number one. And I would say a close second would be like some variation of Snickers Milky Way Three Musketeers, which are kind of like three of a kind, right? You pick a very popular candy, so you probably make out like a bandit. Well, the stuff that like I don't want is Jolly Ranchers, and that's what they Nobody wants Jolly Ranchers. Nobody wants those. Someone just told me it was their favorite. Were they a 95-year-old woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, one of their friends. It's her favorite. So my kids, every year, they put up this Halloween candy survey. I don't know how it started, but they put it on our front door, and all of our neighbors and all of our guests in our apartment building fill it out, and they write their favorite candy, and someone said Jolly Ranchers. So now I know who to give them all now, to. Now, maybe it's because she never gets them, because when I was little, I was never allowed to have gum. Oh. And so when we would go trick-or-treating and I would get gum, it was like I had won the lottery. And people would look at me like a crazy person. They're like, we egg houses for gum. You're like, bazooka! This chalky, awful bazooka! I'm so yeah. I can chew and look like a cow! <laughs> yes! Yeah, I'm not a gum person. I, maybe, maybe she just doesn't get Jolly Ranchers. Maybe those are banned in her home. Now, for me, mine are a little trickier. Mm-hmm. And I actually do pay my children because I'm nice. You're, what do you mean? <laughs> it has nothing to do with nice. Your children should be giving you all this free candy they got. Pay well, if them. you're strategical, <laughs> if you use some strategy, Liz, you pick candy that they don't like. See, but for me, you are are very kind. I'm very kind. I pay my children, but I want Milky Way Midnights. Oh, those are good. The dark chocolate people out there, those lovers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, in the dark. No one gives these out anymore, but they should. 100 grands. Those are the (gasps) best candy bars ever. Okay, here's my 100 grand story. So when I was first working in advertising, one of my very first accounts no. was Butterfinger. Oh, which God. was fun because yes. I got to do the ads with the Simpsons. So I got to write Bart Simpson ads. Okay, well that makes up for the Butterfingers. Super cool. That's my like name droppy thing for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and so because it was a Nestle product, we had literally a Nestle file drawer. Thank goodness I was 22 and not yet gaining weight with like any calorie <laughs> I ate because there was one entire giant file cabinet drawer just with hundred grands, one with baby Ruth. Oh my god. One with butterfingers, one with raisin nuts, which I hate. Blech. And one with Nestle Crunch. And we could go in there anytime and just take stuff. And like I ate a hundred like grand Halloween for lunch, I think, every, every day, day for weeks. They're the best candy. Now my hundred grand story is that I thought I was being super smart and I bought hundred grands to give out a couple weeks before Halloween. Oh, no. Now you know what I'm going to say, right? No, like we have to not open. Yes, that's yeah. the dumbest thing you can do. Number one, never give out the candy you like. Yes. Number two, don't buy it two weeks in advance because you will eat every single one. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Last year, we had to go replenish. This year, we were smart. We went to Costco. There you because, go. Good Lord. You. If you buy, especially in New York City, if you buy just like the regular things of minis, you end up spending like $80 on candy. Yeah, yeah. You so can't we do went that. to Costco where it was like the giant bag of eight billion for like fifteen dollars. <laughs> and I, I told my boyfriend, put this on the very top shelf. He goes, I know, I know, but what if like I might start? I'm like, no, you're not allowed to open it. There is a no open the candy rule <laughs> until October 31st. No opening. Or I would not have bought it early. None. No opening. I'm impressed. I can't even do it. I haven't even checked. I guarantee you he's sneaking. <laughs> but I'm just in my mind pretending it's still sealed and I'm not going in there because I'm bad. Yeah, it's it's not good. So here's my question. What do you pay for a hundred grand. <laughs> I, you know, 
know, that's a good question. I forget how I've done it in years past. My children are quite good at getting cash out of me. I'll give like a quarter per piece or whatever. And my kids are so cute because you know how some families will let kids choose what they want yeah. and they will grab them for me, which is very sweet. And so I think that makes me feel more obligated to give them money. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm not paying a ton of money. Now, you know that you can take your candy to the dentist and they'll give you very yes, little money. This was going to be one of my questions, <laughs> okay. actually, is what do you do with the leftover Halloween candy? Oh, okay. Well, that's a great question because I think everyone wants to know that. And I know on Cool Mom Eats, we feature a ton of recipes, which sounds so nice in theory <laughs> in my house. It's like, oh, you could make cookies and all sorts of other things with the candy. That's just lovely. Um, but that never happens because we eat all the good <laughs> stuff. You know what we do? I let them pick their favorite 10 things. And mm-hmm. I'm of the mind where, like, just let them eat the candy when they get it. Mm-hmm. My kids really don't overdo it. You know, this is not the only time of year they get candy. You know, I think everything in moderation. So I let them pick their favorites. And then I put the rest away. And honestly, you know, on the weekends or whatever, they can get something with their lunch. It just kind of fades from their memory. I have the same thing, which is so funny. It's more about the process of getting and gathering and having and counting and assessing and putting them in piles. And like that to them is really exciting. And I notice same thing as you. They'll pick their favorites. And then every year we have the best intentions where I put everything else in a bag and I put it aside and I say, we're going to donate this. And of course, John and I just end up eating it slowly (laughs) throughout the year. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what happens here too. But even if they have a bunch left, we end up throwing it out by like January. Like I realize they kind of lose interest or forget about it, which is really yeah, unusual. Yeah, my kids do too. Listen, there are so many other ways, you know, you can make things with it. A lot of local dentists will buy it back, which I yes. think is fun. You can donate it, though I know that a lot of soldiers are kind of inundated with candy. So, you know, just we'll have links on our site too. We'll put this up on the podcast page. We did a great post last year on uh, what to do with extra Halloween candy. There were nine ideas you might not have thought of. We'll link it up on Cool Mom Picks. But it talks to you specifically about Halloween candy buybacks, about specific charities that will take it, and then cool recipes for like candy art or how to use it to make crafts or decorate cakes with it. Or, you know, it was one of my favorites. People were using Skittles to make DIY paint and it, it was really cool. That's it came out freaky. like, um, I know they put it in water and then the dye comes out and it made like kind of cool watercolor. So anyway, it's a neat post and we'll link it up because some of you like me may have the best intentions to donate and you're like, oops. I just ate it all instead. Yeah, well, all right. Well, this is a good lead into my question for you, which is, do you know what a switch witch is, Liz? (gasps) I only learned it this week. Oh, really? I figured either you didn't know it or you just learned about it. I just learned it because on Cool Mommy. So what do you think about that? What do you think? Well, for people who don't know, so the switch witch, it's kind of like Elf on the Shelf. And I will say, I hate that freaking Elf. I'm not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, all of you Elf fans. It's a similar kind of idea that there's the switch witch and it looks like a little witchy kind of creepy marionette character. Oh, there's a thing? See, I didn't know there was an actual doll. I just thought it was like the tooth fairy. No, it's a doll. It's like a real thing that you can buy. And and the idea is that you can- buy it. I just want it to be like the tooth fairy where it's invisible and suddenly your candy disappears. Oh, well, you can do that. I'm okay. sure. But but the idea is that you trade candy for money or a toy Toys or something or using the Switch Witch. And so um, one thing I kind of liked is one of our contributors, Georgette Gilmore, her oldest daughter has severe food allergies, peanut allergies, I believe. So she wrote up a post on a few things you can do to make Halloween safer and more fun for kids with allergies. And one of her suggestions was the Switch Witch, which is how I learned about it. Oh, 
So, you know, I think there's debate about that, right? Like whether you can just say, you know, I will give you money and you don't need like another magical character in the house <laughs> to encourage oh my God, that. I can't keep up, honestly. Whether you're like me, where I'm like, I'm just taking your candy. I don't need to switch it. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> but I think for a lot of people, it just like adds more fun and it's another character. And so I don't know if it makes life fun for your family, then go for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, what do you think of the switch? I'm fine with it. I didn't even know about it until like last year or whatever. And I think, look, if you hate the idea of tons of candy in your house and you want a quick way to get rid of it, I'm all for it. Honestly, I mean, you're going to be spending money on other stuff like whatever. Just take the candy, go do something with it and give them some Legos or something to play with. I'm fine with it. Okay, so we have talked a lot about sexy Halloween costumes that are totally inappropriate. Now, we're talking grown-ups here, listeners. We're not putting our kids in like sexy witch outfits with garters. No, speak for yourself, Liz. (laughs) So I'd like you to rank these various sexy Halloween outfits from one to ten. One, like, eh, not so bad, not a big deal, to ten, like, that should never be allowed ever. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so here are some I've actually seen around the web. Ugh. Sexy Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. There was a sexy Pac-Man outfit. Can you describe for me and the listeners what the hell a sexy Pac-Man <laughs> would look, look like? everything is a variation on a theme, which is short, cheap, flammable dresses for the women <laughs> with something printed on it. So in this case, it's like a Pac-Man video game screen printed on it and some kind of hat of some sort or headpiece that looks like a ghost <laughs> or whatever. So it's sexy Pac-Man. What do you think? What's I, it done? I, I, it's... I mean, I want to give it a high number just because I think it's stupid. I mean, if you're going to do a sexy <laughs> outfit, do something that, that is actually sexy. That's my opinion. Okay. So, um, I don't know. But but one, whatever. Sexy Pac-Man. Harmless. Okay. Fair. How about the sexy Crayola crayon? <laughs> <laughs> These are out there, people. These are real costumes. A sexy Crayola crayon? Yep. She's got like the little point on her I head. I don't know. I think that's like a seven because like you're going to scare children. <laughs> And you're going to tarnish the the good name of Crayola. I think that's a really good point. That it's something that kids play with. Turning it into something sexual is a little... Yeah. I mean, what what color do you wear? Nude? (laughs) Do you just go naked and you're like, I'm a a flesh-colored crayon? (laughs) I don't even get it. So along the same lines, sexy big bird... I'm not kidding. There is a sexy big bird costume out there. But, you know, because of, like, trademarks, they call it, like, sexy giant yellow bird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to die. You're going to make me die here in my tiny little podcast closet. One to ten. How awful is that? That's just awful. It's like, that's a nine. Come on. I'm with you. Okay, now, you know, this is my favorite because I wrote a post about this years ago. Sexy Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Sexy Freddy Krueger. Because nothing says, wow, let's go to bed like serial killers. Yeah, I don't know. That's just dumb. Again, that's a low for me. I'm going to go with three. So you're okay with that? I feel like things that are meant for children should not be sexy. Okay, that's a good, that's good. That's a really good way to think about it. So we just got a few more. (laughs) You'll like this one. Okay. I have seen a costume for a sexy Chinese takeout container. You almost had me. I was almost going to get a little riled up because I was like Chinese. Well, she looks like kind of a, you know, sexy. uh, This is awful. But like, you know, they call it like sexy China girl or whatever. But she happens to like have chopsticks in her head and it's all white with like the red Chinese type around That's terrible. That's like a 12. And let me just say (laughs) this for the like, because A, it's culturally inappropriate. Come on. And Mm -hmm. also because that's just 
dumb. But this is what I find annoying about Halloween is that women in particular seem to feel like they can't be sexy any other time of the year. They're like, you know what? I'm going to wear sweatpants and big tops all year long. But on Halloween, I'm going to be sexy. You know what, ladies? Be sexy all year. Oh, I, I think it's a very positive take right? on that. On, I haven't heard that. You don't have to be sexy just on Halloween because it looks ridiculous. Wear a little lower cut top, a nicer bra. Wear some leggings as pants during the year. <laughs> Do it. You know what I mean? You get that push-up bra for Halloween and you wear it every month of the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of costumes you can wear all the time, get a good bra. I think it's kind of like that psychological analysis about kids having catharsis with being able to like act out this stuff, wearing monster costumes. Yeah, it's probably the same. Maybe it's like that. Like the one time of year women can let like their crazy freaky flag yeah, fly. <laughs> I get it. You need an escape. But you know what? Come on. Skip the big bird. Just be like a sexy woman. <laughs> I'm going as myself at 21. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Jinx. Exactly. Oh, man. Okay. So just a couple more. All right. So I saw several outfits for a sexy SWAT team member. (laughs) Sexy SWAT team? (laughs) Because showing up on the scene in hot pants and a corset might distract the perp so your teammates can sneak around the back and enter the house. God. (laughs) What do you think? Sexy cop, sexy firefighter, sexy SWAT team I'm actually into that because you know what? I think men in uniform are very sexy. Ladies in uniform, very sexy. So I could kind of see that. I can see that. I think that probably plays into certain fantasies, too. Exactly. Right. Domination. Yeah, exactly. Go for it. Go for it. You know, not when you're trick-or-treating with your kids, please. Yeah. (laughs) And then similarly, I saw a sexy space commander astronaut outfit where she's like all in like white, kind of cross between like Barbarella and like Sigourney Weaver. In space, no one can hear your hot pants rip. See, you should just be a copywriter. This is it. Like, you should just get all these costumes, put them on cool mom pants, and write write taglines. Jinx. Okay, here's the very last one. Okay. Now, this is a male sexy costume. Oh, finally, we get some equal opportunity action here. What? I actually saw a costume for a male Mm -hmm. Aladdin, and it was like him coming out of a giant, uh, like, what's that thing called that you rub? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like, just became an X-rated show. Um, Yeah, no, no, no. The gold, like, thing that he's in, right? The bottle. Genie in a bottle, right? Yes. So it's Aladdin inside the thing, but the, like, long spout comes out right at his crotch and says, rub me on it. Oh, Jesus. What in the world? This is a costume you can buy. (laughs) Meanwhile, I think it's a lamp, right? Isn't it a lamp? Yes, thank you. That's what it's called, a lamp. I mean, but, you know. You just quoted a Christina Aguilera song, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, genie in a bottle, you know. That's the thing. I That's know you got to rub me the right way. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Liz. I don't know what to say about that. And I'm just. I now I'm picturing it, and I feel ill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that's probably a good one for the gentleman in the West Village yes, Halloween parade. Yes. That's like that's probably an appropriate place for that. I would not want that anywhere around my children no, for sure. No, I don't think so. You did pretty well on that. Okay. I, thank I think you. you brought up some really good points. Well, you know, I think on that note, I, wouldn't you love to hear what the listeners have to say about Halloween? <laughs> I would. <laughs> There's so many things to say, from costumes to the worst and the best candy. We would love to hear from you. How can people find us, Liz? Well, we are at Cool Mom Picks consistently on Twitter, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Instagram. And that's P-I-C-K-S, because if you look for P-I-C-S, that's a whole different site. (laughs) 
<laughs> then yes, you can is. use the hashtag spawned show and we will find you. You can also email us at spawned at coolmompics.com. We would love to hear from you. All right. Well, we'll be back with our cool picks of the week after this. Kristen, I am so glad to welcome back our sponsor, Flapjacked, because every time I learn more about them, there's more stuff I need to buy. I know, and my <laughs> mouth waters every single time we talk about them because I've tasted them many, many times, and my whole family loves them. So I love the idea of pancakes without the guilt. We are a super breakfast food family, big time, like pancakes, waffles. And they have these mixes with no added sugar, no GMOs, no wheat, no artificial ingredients. They're high in protein too, which is amazing. 20 grams of protein in a serving. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And they have great flavors. So of course there's buttermilk, but they've also got, get ready for this, banana hazelnut, cinnamon apple, and we are huge carrot cake fans and our house. So you know that that one is really popular. And actually, my kids can make these on their own because all you have to do is you just add water and then you mix it together. And what I love is that they also work as a baking mix. Ooh, so you can use them for waffles or donuts or banana bread or whatnot. Or actual carrot cake. You know, you can head over to their site. They've got over 100 recipes on flapjack.com. And we hear amazing things about the banana bread. So we're going to have to try that. I know for sure. This is... You know me and carbs. I'm like going (laughs) to hang up right after this and like run and make pancakes. And you know what? I think this is a very good way to legitimize breakfast for dinner. Oh, sure. (laughs) Kids, we're having a high-protein flapjacked pancake dinner tonight. (laughs) I can get down with that. And Spawn (laughs) listeners, we've got a special deal for you. You can save $10 off your next order on flapjacked. That's J-A-C-K-E-D.com with the code COOLMOM. So head over to flapjack.com and check out their pancake mix today. All right. Well, it's time for Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. Liz, what do you got? Okay. So clearly I have carbs on the brain, which I always do, but probably more (laughs) so now that we're talking about candy nonstop. And we recently found, and we put it on Cool Mom Eats, the BB-8 waffle maker. It's awesome. How great is that? It's awesome. It's a waffle maker. It comes out like a cute little BB-8. It is absolutely adorable. My kids want it. I'm not generally one for appliances that have single use, but my kids would love this so much. I really want it. Plus, you know what? I bet we could use a flapjack mix in there, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? You could make all kinds of stuff with it, by the way. I've seen recipes for, like, waffle sandwiches. Like, you can do way more than just make plain old waffles. So don't be calling it a single-use gadget, yo. You know what? We are a big (laughs) waffle family, so I I think it's, like, super cool. And I do not see my kids being over BB-8 anytime soon. So anyway, BB-8 Waffle Maker, so great. It's available exclusively at Think Geek, and you can find the information at coolmomeats.com. How about you, Kristen? What's your cool pick of the week? All right, so I went a little themey with this, but I just love this post we did on Cool Mom Picks with strong girl costumes. Oh, these are great. Yeah, there's no sexy Pac-Man in there, let me just say. Well, that's not even a girl. I know, (laughs) it's so weird. But listen, so these costumes are everything from Amelia Earhart to Ray from Star Wars. I mean, I'm so amazed at the creativity of, I'm assuming they're all parents that put these together because we rounded them up around the web, right? Yeah, yeah. Kate, our editor, she found them and she put together 15 of her favorites. And I'm so glad you picked this because I like that some of them are movie characters or, you know, fictional characters like Ray or, you know, and some of them are kind of more surprising, like characters from books that you might not think about, like Matilda. 
I thought that was a really clever one. Oh, that's a cute costume. And that's actually one that's pretty easy. I mean, they range, I think, in crafting ability to pretty easy to some are pretty involved. That Ghostbusters pack thing. I don't I don't even want to think about how to make that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But overall, I think they're worth a look. And if you're still, you know, you've got a girl in your house who is looking for a costume or, hey, a boy. Boys can dress up like strong girls. Can they? Can they do yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, and I, I think, well, you know, here's the thing. If you browse the costume aisle, and this was our issue with Sage's costume. I said she wanted to be Kevin from Ghostbusters. She had to buy a Ghostbusters costume from the boys' aisle this year. They didn't even have a female girl Ghostbusters costume. I can't costume. even believe that. So, well, I, I can, so that's why we do this. It's not that we don't want to find inspiring, amazing heroes for our sons to dress up as, but I really think it's limiting for girls, especially if you're shopping in a store. So I love all of these ideas. Some of them are really easy to do. One of my favorite is the suffragette costume. Oh, that's awesome. No, that's really, I think really, that's really, really cool, especially yeah. this year. And so I'm so glad you picked this. This is a really cool post. Yeah. So we'll link up both of these things on our podcast page on Cool Mom Picks. And if you've got any ideas for our cool picks of the week, we'd love to hear from you too. You can email us and let us know what you found that's made your life better easier, funnier. <laughs> we'll take it. Or exactly what tactics you use to get your kids Halloween candy out of their hands and into your mouth. I'm really <laughs> interested if I'm the only one who just takes it. <laughs> this was a fun one, Kristen. I like I this. I know. Thanks so much to all our listeners for joining us for another episode of Spawned. Our sound engineer is John Bowen. He is awesome. And we love hearing from you. So please leave us a review on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe and download that episode. Thanks for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.